Welcome to another episode of Hey Mama. Uh, my special guest today is a Fit Mum Method superstar, uh, my dear, dear client that's been with us for a good while now. Um, it's Tammy. Welcome, Tammy. Hi, thanks for having me. Oh, thank you so much for taking the time out and, and coming on here. I'm super, super excited uh, to share your story with uh, the fit, the uh, Hey Mum, Hey Mama uh, audience. Now, Tammy, you came to us and you uh, wanted to lose 10 kilos in six months. You not only did that, you actually kept it off never to find those 10 kilos again. And you changed um, a lot of habits along the way. And we'll get to your journey um, and how you did that a little later. But at first, I want you to tell the audience uh, a little bit about yourself, what your life is like. You are a very busy mama. You have your own business. You have a family. Tell us a bit about that. What's your life look like on a day-to-day basis? Um, hectic. <laughs> but I'm the mum of two. I have a little man who's eight and a little lady who's 10. Uh, we also have two businesses. Um, a retail building and construction supplies business and my husband's also a plasterer so the contracting arm of that as well. Um, I pretty much manage and oversee both of those as well as kids and school and run the household and all the sports and after school dancing activities. Huge that is full on and hectic um, if we can wrap it up in one word. That's amazing. <laughs> so Take me back to, do you remember how long it's been since we've been working together? To work that out. Um, I think it's over two years, to be honest. When I first came to you, um, I think it was towards the end of a year, probably three years ago, maybe. I was thinking it got to be over two years now. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, just I'd noticed what you were posting on socials and had been dancing alongside you at um, Urban Edge in Dubbo and was just like, this lady can help me because I need help. Something's got to change. <laughs> and tell, tell us a little bit about what you needed help with. What were you struggling with at the time? Um, probably just it wasn't eating right. I wasn't sleeping right, like burning the midnight oil to get stuff done. Um, the weight was piling on, which made me feel very uncomfortable. And then it was just a vicious cycle, um, just tired and lethargic and just did not be the mum that I wanted to be basically. Mm. So uh, how was it affecting your, um, your life, your relationships, your family, um, your relationship with yourself? I was very snappy, very quick to react all the time. Like it was always just a, it was a fight basically all the time was my response. And it was just to try and move on to the next problem as quick as possible. Um, there was sort of a lack of connection between myself and my husband. I could notice the kids starting to mimic my snappy behavior. And that's sort of when I went, oh, that's not what I want them to be either. But you've got to lead by example. Um, I hated the way I felt and looked, and that was just a whole depressive state in itself, really. Um, what was what would have been the biggest snapping point where you were like, okay, I've had enough with where I'm at right now. I need to seek help. Um, don't really remember sort of one definitive moment, but earlier that year I had gone to... Um, 
see a psychologist in regards to my moods and how to better handle things and um, just ways to keep myself grounded and come back down to earth with so much going on. I just spent so much time in my head that I needed skills, um, which helped, um, but I knew that there was more to it. There was more habits and things that I needed to change for it to be a lifetime going forward um, process. And I think the things that made me sort of think, well, this is not right, was definitely when the kids started to notice it and pick up on it or mimic it. And that was like, yeah, no, this is this is not cool. They can be our biggest uh, teachers, right? And our biggest drivers as well. I can completely relate to that. So tell us a little bit about what your habits were like back then, sleeping habits, diet habits, um, exercise habits, if any, uh, or even your mindset around all those things as well. Yeah. So going back probably a fair way when we first took over the business, I was still working in travel at that time as well. So I had a full-time day job and then tried to do the business at night. I would live on coffee until it was sustainable enough to drink alcohol. And then the alcohol would be something with caffeine in it because that way it would keep me up to basically get through the night to get all the work done. Um, And then it would be a vicious circle. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so that's going back quite a few years now. So it has been a process basically to get to this point. Um, But then I started all the fad diets like let's do this 12-week challenge, let's do whatever the latest, greatest fad was to try and drop a couple of kilos, but then it'd be straight back into the old habits again. It was never a lifelong sustainable um, program, basically. And why do you think that it wasn't sustainable? What kind of things did you have to do um, in those challenges or in those certain diets that just um, didn't make it stick? Well, they never changed the root of the problem. Like, they never focused on sleep. They never focused on the small daily tasks that you need to change to be able to focus and function properly. Um, It was just like, here, eat this 1,200-calorie meal plan, um, exercise every day, like cardio-based, sort of to drop the the weight as quick as possible, but would just make me more tired. At the end of the 12 weeks, or if I even made it to the end of the 12 weeks, I would be sick. Like, physically, my body would run down, I'd become sick. Or I'd just be tired and exhausted. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing when you get told to eat a certain thing, you can go for a little while and you'll see about the three or four week mark and then the old habits start to creep in before you even realize. And then also it's like that, well, what if I don't feel like that? And then that's how you can quickly drop off from from that as well. Mm -hmm. And like you said, they don't address the core issues. Um, So... Did you develop some kind of um, mindset around eating um, or anything like that when you were trying those sort of things? Any dangerous kinds of mindsets? Um, I've always had a really bad relationship with food and that stems to when I was early teens dancing. I literally just did not eat um, until I ended up in hospital and on a drip because I had passed out from obviously lack of nutrition so it's wow. been a you can you talk about that when did that happen uh, in your teens 
I think I was about 15 from memory, doing ballet exams at a higher sort of level. Just thought I wasn't slim enough to be a ballerina, wasn't fitting the mould. Um, and yeah, just didn't eat. Like I'd have an apple and think that that was okay and literally passed out in my ballet exam and ended up in hospital. So wow. it's just, yeah. It's always been a um, body image issue with me that I'm only just now at 40 years of age working through because I always saw myself as the, a bigger person than what I was. Like, I just could not see it. So therefore, I would go through binge circles of, of not eating, eating too much, not eating, eating too much. Yeah, and that has been that that vicious cycle. And um, when you look back on those photos now, if you, if, you know, you do look back on those photos, when, were you as big as what you thought you were? No, <laughs> no. I remember my mum saying to me, um, I can't remember who it was, was going to come and um, get my old high school uniforms because they were going into high school. And I said, oh, they're going to be way too, um, I'm trying to word this right, way too big on them um, because I would think that those clothes were big on, like I was big so that they wouldn't fit this person. And it was a total opposite like they were just way they too tight yeah so it wasn't yeah. until I actually saw like a physical example of it that I went oh okay hang on <laughs> so sad that it takes us so many years um to recognize that you know and you always look back and go geez I wish I had have just absorbed that and loved myself and saw like got a bit of perspective and actually just saw yeah. and be the real me. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Where do you think that that came from? Do you have any idea why you had such a diso disordered view, distorted view of um, your body and uh, what you look like? I don't know. I sort of blame culture, society, magazine, really? all that sort of thing. Like, remember reading like the Dolly and the Girlfriend magazines and everyone was stick skinny and you think, well, that must be how you have to look. Not that they're, like you don't realize at that age that they're photoshopped or um the stuff that goes on behind the scenes um and then the dance yeah. culture too it used to be a very big you have to be very skinny to be a ballerina so sort of come from that as well i think yeah yeah absolutely um but i just wonder why you thought you weren't skinny that's yeah when you were in fact were because you found out with your little Tiny yeah. uniform. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder why you thought or you had. Yeah, that distorted view. We'll go back to when you decided to reach out for help. Was it? So you decided to. You saw some uh, like posts that I was making. You were dancing. We were dancing together, um, which I had an absolute blast. That was amazing. Such a great time. Um, <laughs> yeah. So when you reached out, how how did things? Um, how did things change for you? Um, so I think I just mentioned to you, like, how can you help? What do you offer? And then Pete was running a um, workshop at the gym in regards to weight training. That's right. Yeah. Um, which was fantastic. Um, sort of created a bit of a spark, I suppose. And like, oh, this is pretty cool. And then just followed a bit closer to you guys in for a while, I think. And then... Later that year, you decided to just, what the hell, let's, let's give it a go. What can hurt, really? So Yeah, but there was quite a bit of a build-up of trust there. 
Um, yeah. Yeah, at first it wasn't just, oh, I see these people um, or I see I see Megan, um, I see the Fit Mum Method and I want to dive right in there. You sort of dipped your toe in a little bit, got to know yeah. us a little bit um, and read posts and see if things resonated. Was it like that? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. 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 And at first, uh, did you think that this could possibly be just another quick fix? Um, I think I did initially but then the more I watched on and the more I seen what you were about that's sort of the things that I like the way that you were involved with your children um the way it was a long-term thing you didn't say right join up for 12 weeks so that sort of go sort of lots of word resonated with me I suppose is yes this is what I want to fix I want to fix my children and my family as well as just myself amazing and so what are some of the things that you that we started to implement when you first started working with me um sleep <laughs> i think was the main one i am so fanatical about my sleep now like if i don't get yes. my eight hours <laughs> sorry it's bedtime good night <laughs> yeah and and what were you like? Like you did talk about um, being on the coffee and then the alcohol and stuff. So your sleep was obviously is very different now to no. what it was back then. Um, yeah. How was that as an adjustment for you to then start to uh, make sleep a priority and implement some habits before bed to ensure that you get that eight hours? Yeah, it's a slow process. Um, like I'm not going to sit here and pretend that it was easy or that I'm perfect or that every day is amazing. It, it takes time and it takes, um, what's the word? It takes practice and patience, I suppose. Um, and you sort of got to get everybody slowly on board. My husband would sit up working till all hours of the night once upon a time too, but now he's hopping into bed when we are so <laughs> he's um, seeing the value in it as well yeah and we just we wouldn't get up early we wouldn't be out the door on time because we'd sleep in because you're so tired because it's been midnight or whatever before you got to sleep so whereas now the alarm's off at 5 five thirty, and we're both up so up and ready just, to go yeah it's such a better start to the day now there was a time uh where you messaged me and i loved it uh, because this is how close you can get to your clients and um, that is the beauty of it is that you messaged me one time and you said, hey, hun, I've got a personal question to ask you. When you prioritize your sleep um, and you, you know, your nightly ritual, um, how do you also manage to have a great sex life? <laughs> and I thought, wow, we have hit a new level of our relationship <laughs> and a new level of coaching and I love this because it's not all about uh, diet and nutrition and mm. you know it's the whole enchilada and so yeah. how did you I gave you some advice um, mm -hmm. and things that uh, Pete and I do you know like shower sometimes or making sure that um, you know, sex is done before anything else like the dessert, like the reading of the books and turning the lights down and all that kind of thing. It's it's kind of a priority before, um, yeah, we do the rest of it and after the girls have gone to sleep. So there, they were some of my tips. How did you end up navigating that? And if you did, I'm pretty sure you did. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> it's, a, um, it's a communication process, definitely. Like you can't just expect the other person to know what you're thinking and what you're feeling. You, we what? we a lot more openly talk about it now. Um, yeah. And we schedule it in, believe it or not. Like we've worked out during the week when yeah. the kids aren't home or so they're both yeah. at an activity or and just find the time, schedule it in. And it's it's quite cool because you'd be like, oh, that's coming up. Like, that's yeah. got well <laughs> that's exciting. I better get myself prepared. <laughs> so, yeah, definitely you just got to make it a priority. It's the same as your exercise. Like it, it's something that you and your husband value. You've got to make it a priority. You can't just let it fall by the wayside. Absolutely. And um, it doesn't have to be at bedtime. It was probably our biggest wake-up call. Like you don't have to wait till you're in bed and you're both exhausted and tired at night. Yeah, I think that's such a great point because sometimes, it's like most of the time, that's the last thing that you want to do because you're, you know, you've put your yep. little night cream on and you've put your pyjamas on and you're already snug in the bed. And yep. yeah, and you have to strip it all off and... Clean yourself yeah. up and <laughs> yeah. So that was our probably our biggest thing was you don't wait. Like if it doesn't work at that time, when does it work? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Big time. And even planning, um, like you said, scheduling it in, planning yep. connection time. Um, you know, there's even little things to work yourself up to it, like cute little messages during the day and communicating and having a laugh about things and. Touching each other in the kitchen and all that kind of foreplay um, yep. to lead to that, not just, oh, we're married, so when we get into bed, that's what married couples do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And um, so you touched on diet culture uh, and do you think that diet culture is big with mums? Like, you know, you've got obviously got other mum friends. You've got, I know you have mums um, because they even tell me as well. They are inspired by you and they, they do ask what you're doing or they come to me and they say, yeah, she's amazing. What is she doing? You must, what you're doing must work. Um, so do you, when you have conversations with your mum friend, do you believe that there is that diet culture still like you talked about when you were a young girl um in the dolly magazines and everything with social media do you think it's amplified do you think it's still the same or do you think it's not the same i think it's changing but too slowly um <laughs> and i'm a bit worried that it could just go totally the other way too where people just like don't care what yeah. they're eating what they're gonna look like it's quite um, polarized isn't it yeah so, yeah, definitely, I think the mum, there's different groups, I suppose. There's the mums that just don't care. And then there's mums that are gym fanatics and go every day. And But then they might not eat well to fuel that side of things Brave. either. So, yeah, yeah, there's different demographics for sure. Um, but I like to think that there's a lot more mums out there now aware of it and portraying good behaviours onto their daughters and, and sons so that hopefully it will break eventually. Yeah, absolutely. And that brings me back to you worked on your sleep and uh, then the next thing obviously would be, what did we work on next? Uh, nutrition? Yeah. Yes. And <laughs> so what are some of the things that... Um, you learned about, uh, so you went from a dieting um, mindset and yep. habit. What are some of the things that you learned in terms of um, nutrition and eating habits? You can eat a lot. 
and still lose weight. <laughs> Yay! Which I still That's struggle me. with sometimes. Don't worry, I'm like, oh, I haven't eaten enough. That's why I've not lost any weight. Like it's a hard right. thing to get around, but you've got to eat the right thing. So. Yeah, eating the right thing, eating more of the right thing. Yep. And at the right times of the day. Did you ever think that that would come out of your mouth? Oh, I haven't eaten enough. That's why my the scales haven't dropped. No, definitely not in the day. And then let's talk about your workouts. So what yep. sort of workouts do you do? Um, at present, I'm doing sort of four to five resistance weight-based sessions a week. Did you start off like that though? No, I think it was two or three, I think, three. a week is what we started out on. Um, and they're only 30, 45 minutes, like depending on how much you drag the chain with them. Um, so they're very quick and easy to get done. I've never joined a gym to do any of my workouts. I have done it based on what I had at home and I have slowly over the last few years built up my own home gym equipment just as I can afford it. So, but the majority of the weight I reckon I lost before I had um, a lot of equipment. Right. Yeah, because you can do a lot with uh, addressing your sleeping habits, then addressing your nutrition, and then using just simply body weight to begin yep. with. Yeah. Yep. Well, I did the um, TRX band, I think, was the first thing I bought. So yep. that's body weight. Yep. A lot of the cardio routines that you guys have on the app would use those. Yep. Uh, but how many one... times a week would you do cardio on average? Once, if I remember. <laughs> <laughs> and Definitely you still love weight. Yep. Yep. And I hate cardio, so it was fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) It suited you real well, right? Yeah, definitely. Still does. (laughs) So a lot of strength-based training. And I think that this is important to get across to other mums is that you don't need to go and pound the pavement. You don't need to do a lot of cardio or hours of exercise um, thinking that they need to have a lot of time to go to the gym or um, that they need to go to the gym, you're living proof that you can do all of this at home. And you don't have to, like, it doesn't have to be expensive. You don't have to spend. Yeah, exactly. And um, so we were talking about how you've been with us for about two and a bit over two years now. You originally came to lose your 10 kilos, you know, about Uh 10 kilos. You lost it in about six months. Um, You've kept it off and you've changed some incredible habits before i go into this question i'm actually going to ask um how has your family's habits changed as well let's talk about that yeah so it didn't very i didn't bombard them with the at the beginning um Mm -hmm. and i've sort of never really pushed it on them or said Mm -hmm. this is how it's going to be from now on get rid of everything in the house like is it going to change because i'm changing Mm -hmm. i never took that approach um, but then slowly after time, the kids will go, oh, I'm going to eat what you're eating, mum, or can you make me a smoothie too? Or um, yeah. like if you started to come out into the gym in the garage with me now and mimic that. And I've had times where Ava's gone, mum, this is my routine. I'm going to do of a nighttime and of a morning. And they just start to copy you. And it's, it's amazing when it happens. It is so amazing. There's that um, favourite saying is show, don't tell. And a lot of mums think that they have to jam it down their family's throat and everything has to um, change overnight, which is where you'll come up with a lot of resistance. And um, so I feel that when a mum takes on this type of journey, it is a slow process like you have been doing. 
and it is a show don't tell and show them that okay this is what is important to me and this is what I'm going to just go ahead and do if you want to come along for the ride by all means um, yeah. and I think being really you know consistent and firm like that then they start to see the improvements in mum and of course they're going to jump on board as well talk about yeah. some of your wins with your with your daughter you did just say you know you um she comes in and and says this is going to be my nighttime routine she asks for a smoothie as well what are, what's it's, the other um you know some body image kind of um positives or yeah so she'll if anyone yeah. says things about being fat or skinny she'll pull them up um and it's strong and lean and healthy not and she's 10 yeah because i just i don't like the whole fat word because i think people using those words is what got me into the situation that it did um yeah. i don't want her to have to go through that same process especially because she's a dancer as well mm -hmm. uh, so our focus and goals is to be strong and lean and healthy not to be skinny so yeah well done, uh, Mama. Yeah. But yeah, she'll, um, she goes out into the gym every now and again, just randomly on her own, or she'll set her alarm to get up early and go out there. And she's not doing structured weights or anything, but she's moving her body. And that's all I care about. So, yeah, that's all that matters right now. You're just setting those habits up for yep. later on. There will come a time. Um, I mean, for my life, I always moved and I was a dancer as well. Um, and I was always interested in, I loved moving my body. And my dad would try and tell me as a teenager, you need to do weights. You need to be strong. You need to look after your muscles and all this kind of thing. And I used to be like, ah, dad, ah, I like the aerobic <laughs> classes, you know? And it wasn't until I got older that yeah. I realized the importance of building muscle and yeah. you know he still brings that up to me now oh it took Pete to come into your life to show you lesson to me um well, so to him, but not me <laughs> yeah. so these are stepping stones and one day she'll come up to you and say oh hey mum can you teach me how to squat or yeah. can we go and do a workout session um yeah and so ugh, it's just that's just incredible uh what yeah. you're setting her up for for life and um, how about your uh, how about your boy? He's getting better. He was the more fussier one. Is that right? Still is. <laughs> yeah. Still, he still has his sweet tooth. Um, he has his father's metabolism though, which annoys me because they they can eat whatever they like and their body shape doesn't change. But now I'm trying to get through his head that that doesn't mean you're healthy just because exactly. of your body shape. Um, yeah. But he started ninja. Um, focused gymnastics, which is a bit oh, hardcore cool. type thing. Um, yeah. And he's realized the value of strength that's involved in that. Go so he's trying to improve his muscles now. So. Yeah, exactly. And then that's where you can get him as well, planting the seed yep. on the importance of protein, yep. the importance of veg, so then he won't be sick and off from, you know, ninja or injured from ninja and, and all that kind yep. of, um, all those kinds of mindsets. And Hello. I just, I absolutely love the fact that you are teaching them that strong, healthy and lean is the priority. Beautiful. So as we were saying before, um, how, oh, how's it improved in terms of your, so we talked about a bit of, you know, your intimacy with your husband. What about the relationship altogether as a family? 
Um, yeah, we all get on so yeah. well. Like, we all have our moments. Like, I'm not going to paint it as a yeah, magical fairy tale, but um, there's definitely a lot more connection. There's a lot less aggro and conflict and, um, yeah, more family time. Like, we sort of make it a bit more of a priority now. So, um, but yeah, it was a I can't even remember when it was a little while ago I, I was sort of noticed oh hang on there hasn't really been any huge big fines well, we've learned to communicate a lot better learned to listen right. probably a lot better as well um yeah so it's definitely helped on every aspect really amazing and then we um we haven't touched on your um your hormones and you had some <laughs> health issues as well before um you came to us so can you talk a little bit about that? So I have, um, I think it's pronounced adenomyosis, which is like endometriosis, but it's in the muscle um, lining of your uterus. So my periods were hugely painful, like to the point where I'd be swallowing endone like Tic Tacs to try and get what through the week. Um, but the healthier and cleaner I got with my nutrition, um, and exercising, the better they become. Like I was going through a period where I was seeing the gyno just get it, just get it all taken out because I was over it. But then that had its own side effects. I would use the pill to just skip them, so I would never even have a period, which is not healthy either. Um, to the point where they were that pain-free that sometimes I forgot I was having my period. So um, yeah, just the. The good stuff in my body, less toxins, just helped so much with that side of things. And it also reduces the symptoms as well, the PMS symptoms and all that sort of thing that go along with them. So the mood swings and the crazy mummy wasn't as bad as what they usually were. Yeah, that's so fantastic. And how long do you think it took for you to get those those kinds of results? Probably, maybe, I don't know, oh. maybe around that six-month mark, I think, mm -hmm. once sort of yeah. the weight off and things settle down I suppose it was and a, over in your body yeah, yeah. like that three to six months um so it takes through it takes six months for every cell in your body to turn over yeah so if you you are the result of what you had been doing six months prior Whoa. so that makes a lot of a lot of sense definitely made it a game changer yeah absolutely like that's something that would drive you forward to keep going right yeah definitely and i know as soon as we went to fiji earlier in the year and obviously the cocktails and alcohol and things were on holidays and come back and the period after that was like oh man okay yeah that's why i, I stay clean <laughs> and i always say this as well it, it, it's um it's important to go backwards sometimes to then realize how far we've come and uh, why we are uh, putting in the work every day, why we are food prepping, why we are making sleep a priori priority, why we are getting strong in the gym, why you're waking up early to get your workouts done, even yeah. when you're so goddamn tired and you're telling yourself, um, you're why am I doing this? Why am I here? Uh, those are the reasons why, right? Yep, definitely. Yeah. And you'd never you never regret a workout like you just yeah. you always feel so much better so more energized so much more grounded once you've done that and you can Wipes handle things completed. so much yeah. better yeah it's definitely helped me handle 
business stresses and situations and conflicts so much better as well. Just with a more a clearer head, more focus, um, not so I don't know, not so up and down. I suppose with your your hormones and uh, mental state, you can just focus on things a lot clearer and handle things a lot better. You've you've had a lot of success with your business since starting on this journey too, haven't you? Yeah, definitely. I think probably in the last, oh yeah, probably just before COVID, which is probably when I started on the program, to be honest, um, things have gone gangbusters for our business, like just more focused and more driven um, with it, whereas before it was just a let's try and get through each day whereas now we've got goals and visions and targets that we work towards and can just manage things a lot better and like you said then working towards going to on a holiday like fiji where yet you go and um you have a great time and you and you're not restricted and um and feel guilty for having a good time and then when you come back you know how to get back into your normal routine and then yep. you end up craving that normal routine. Yeah, I was about to say the same thing. You end up, yeah, you, you end up craving to get back into that normality because you realise that you start to feel so sluggish. Yeah, uh, and weighed down again. Yeah. And so you've been with us for over two years, but uh, what keeps you here? That's what I want to ask. What do you love about the Fit Mum method? The accountability, I think, because I think I think I'm still a bit afraid that. It, I don't have anybody to answer to. I'll be just like, ah, I'll just do whatever. <laughs> like, I don't think I would because the things I do now are just habit. Like, it just happens. The food turns up, it gets chopped, it gets put in the fridge. It's um, cooking on Sunday is just, I get up and get it done. It's not a, oh my God, I've got to do this again this week or, oh, I've got to go to bed early. It, it just happens. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also love the weights program that I get and the um, accountability and things with that as well. So it's like having a little trainer on your phone, which is good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and it's just a really good community too, like chatting to other mums. Um, and I suppose the coaching then once you've got all those habits and stuff out of the way, can it goes beyond that. And I think that's what I'm liking at the moment. Like I'm... Um, learning and healing and getting over a lot of other things that are a lot deeper than just the nutrition exercise and sleep Um, that's right yeah which is all all helping as well so yeah because once we can get that under control like you said the sleeping the eating the exercising when you can get that under control you can peel off another layer and you can go a bit deeper with your self-love, with your self-confidence, find yep. out exactly what the root cause is, like you mentioned at the beginning of the chat. Cool. Uh, and you can really start, like an onion, start to peel all those layers off. And yep. you can go in improving your whole life. Yep, definitely. Work out what started the bad relationship with food. Work out... Um, yeah, what makes what triggers me and what makes me snappy? It's yeah, it's take the level things that I'm really enjoying at the moment. And if you could talk to Tammy, that was, or you know, imagine that there is a Tammy out there right now, uh, and she is struggling with what you were struggling with. Uh, what piece of advice would you give to her? Um, yeah, if you could go back yep. in time and and tell that Tammy something, or if there is a Tammy listening. 
um, today going, geez, I really relate to that and um, I, I can, can I, I'm exactly where she was. What would you tell? Um, we all have the same amount of time in the day, I suppose. And the one thing that you need to give up is give up your excuses. It's about consistency and it's not about perfection. And you just have to put yourself first. You've got to stop feeling guilty for putting yourself first because as soon as I put myself first, I was a better mum, a better wife, a better business ma- a businesswoman. Um, so it's just, yeah, you, you choose what's a priority in your life and you choose what you fill your time with. So if you want something bad enough, you'll make it happen and you'll give away the excuses. So very well said, because you have to have that desire there and you have to actually want it and you'll move everything out of the way and move heaven and earth to get it. Well, thank you so much uh, for coming on today, Tammy. You've delivered so much value. I've loved it and I'm sure everybody else is going to love it. If you want to actually see Tammy's transformation, you can head over to my Instagram account. Um, that is mumleet, M-U-M-L-E-T-E. So it's a mum athlete and that's what we essentially are. We, we are mums that are everyday athletes. Uh, I'm going to leave it there and I hope you've enjoyed that. Thank you very much, Tammy. No worries, Megan. Thanks for having me.